Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Hello, this is a news flash. This is not a normal podcast, but I wanted to get this information in front of you as fast as possible. Um, the final details on the uh, lending program, the PPP program, have come out. And as Julie and I expected and we predicted um, and we told you guys the other day, the terms of the PPP loans are essentially identical to the way they were the first go around. Now, I'm going to tell you a few things that we learned from helping really thousands of you through this process um, earlier this year. The Paycheck Protection Program loans are available to you whether you're an independent contractor or whether you um, are working as a paid, you know, uh, corporate employee type, even in, you know, like say, for example, a lot of you are paying yourselves through your own corporation. This applies to you. But even if you're not, even if you're just an independent contractor and when you receive your commission checks, it goes directly to your social security number. It's 1099. That's fine too. Everyone should apply for a PPP loan. Now I'm going to address the next bit uh, from two different um, angles. Number one, if you received a PPP loan before, um, then you need to go to the lender that you used before because they've got all your information and chances are they're going to give you priority status for getting um, another PPP loan. Uh, so definitely go to whomever gave you the loan first. Number two, if you've not received a PPP loan uh, before, uh, here's what we'll suggest. Number one, go to your local bank and ask them essentially you know what the deal is. They'll all be doing PPP loans. The larger the bank, the better. But unfortunately, what we learned from the first go-around is that the banks are giving preference to the larger borrowers. And the reason is, is because they receive more commission. We don't need to get into the weeds about that, but here's what you need to do to make sure you're at least in the line, let alone, you know, maybe even the front of the line. Call the local lender. Um, and then what that happens is you have to apply. And then when you get like an SBA, I don't remember what the actual term is. I'll call it a file number. That's probably not what it's called, but you get the gist of it. When the SBA um, essentially gets the, accepts, your PPP loan, then you're basically you've taken the ball as far down the field as you possibly can. Now, this is where it gets kind of confusing. Julie and I suggest that you apply for a PPP loan at several different lenders. We want you to go and consider your local lender. Let's say, for example, you're banking with Wells Fargo or Bank of America or whatever. We also want you to apply uh, through PayPal, believe it or not. They actually were with one of the most efficient lenders at getting PPP loans approved the first go around. So make sure you apply and maybe a third one as well, but do it at multiple places. Now, you will not be eligible for three PPP loans, obviously. You will, uh, what happens is as soon as someone essentially, one of those, you, you apply, the application goes in, and one of these, uh, essentially these servicers, you know, like a bank, you know, PayPal, whatever, as soon as they uh, accept that, you know, this is their loan, they're essentially grabbing it. It's, an, it's not round robin, it's basically next in line. Then you're assigned to that particular lender uh, with the SBA. So no one else can essentially work with you on that same PPP loan. So that's how it works. And that's the reason we suggest you apply at multiple lenders because not all lenders are going to be as busy as say, for example, Wells Fargo or Bank of America. So this is what's really important. Now, the PPP loan is, I keep saying loan because it is a loan, starts out as a loan, 
but this is not a personally collateralized loan. And if I remember correctly, even if you don't qualify for loan forgiveness, which I'll tell you about in a second, the loan interest rate is something like 1%. I, I mean, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it's essentially free money. Um, now, as far as how this works, once you apply for the PPP loan, they will give you an average, see, it works out to be two and a half times what your average monthly income was. And I think they take a whole year worth of um, whatever you are paying yourself. So th this is easy to do if you're uh, self-employed, paid through a corporation, you're just gonna take your average pay stub and you're gonna multiply it um, times. I think basically what they do is they multiply it. Let me actually, let me read this so I get this right. I think it's two and a half times the average of three months or something like that. Um, let me find out. I will get the exact details. Now, and you get, so here's how the how it works. As long as you provide, okay, here, I'm actually going to use Brad Inman's information. So Inman News Features, thank you for drilling down on this. Let me see so I get this right. Um, da, 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 da. All right. Okay, so let me skip the eligibility while I found the information on basically how you go about figuring out the loan amount will be. The most significant qualifier factor, at least when it comes to real estate professionals, is that this round of PPP loans requires applicants to show that their revenue dropped at least 25% year over year in any quarter of 2020. Now, think about that for a second. Not for the entire year, but for any quarter in 2020. This is more specific requirement during the PPP's first loan uh, round in the spring. Then it would, uh, when it would, when, then would-be applicants would merely have to show they suffered uh, general pandemic-related losses. So if you lost income in second quarter, which I know all of you did, then you're going to qualify for a PPP loan. And you know, maybe it was first quarter. Maybe you guys get the gist. So all you've got to do, evidently, is prove that you lost income for one quarter, and then you'll qualify for a PPP loan. Now, let me get the actual ratio. Here it is. Uh, how much money can you get? <laughs> um, as was the uh, case last time, applicants can receive up to two and a half times their monthly payroll. There are some exceptions. Hospitality businesses can now get more, and enterprises such as concert venues have to use a different program, though they generally uh, won't apply to real estate companies. This time around, there's also a $2 million cap. If you've got a payroll uh, high enough that you're going to qualify for $2 million, good for you. Um, Okay, so that's the gist of it. Now, here's the good part. Are the loans forgivable? The remarkable thing about the first round of PPP loans is that they were almost uh, spent, that they were mostly spent uh, paying employees. They didn't have to be uh, repaid, turning them into grants. That is still the case this time. In fact, the new bill actually simplifies the forgiveness process for smaller loans. Um, for loans 150000 or less, borrowers hoping for forgiveness can just submit a one-page document. The U.S. Small Business Administration still has to create the form for this process, but the bill itself says the document will need to include description of the number of employees, their eligibility, uh, and retained because of the covered loan, da, da 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 Okay, so this is, again, where agents got confused. If you were the only employee of your corporation, you still qualify. If you were had no employees and you were being paid as an independent contractor, you still qualify. So don't get lost in the words here. Everyone should be applying. Every single real estate agent listening to this podcast should absolutely be applying. In other words, businesses are being asked to uh, self-certify that their PPP loans were helped to pay employees. This is a significant change from previous forgiveness process, which required more onerous paperwork and detailed uh, numbers. Now, a quick, uh, you know, public service message. Those of you who did receive PPP loans in the first round, make sure you are filling out, let me get the number here. It's Paycheck Protection Program 
form 3508S, and that is the form, you could just Google for it, that's the form that you need to complete to make it so your first PPP loan is forgiven, as in not having to pay it back ever. All right, so um, we go on here. Uh, the new streamlined process also applies to existing loans. So businesses that previously collected 150000 or less, which is, you know, most all of you, will now only have to submit a single page to ask for forgiveness for loans larger than 150000 Borrowers will have to provide additional financial information, da, da 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 Okay, there you go. So when does the application window end? Anyone hoping to get money has until March 31st to apply. Now, I'm not going to read the rest of the hoop to do with the rest of this paragraph, but I'm going to tell you this. Do not wait because what happens is, is that I think that was it, $239 billion or $339 billion, some huge amount of money has been allocated to this. But when it's gone, it's gone. And if you guys remember before, it was essentially like, you know, it, the money went so fast that uh, people essentially who were still trying to figure out how to apply and they were trying to overcomplicate the process, they lost out and they were pissed about it. And it was their own fault because they took too long. And I'm being very direct with you. So you guys will maybe have the impetus this time around not to delay. Apply for a PPP loan. It's going to be two and a half times your average monthly salary. And all you have to do is prove that you had a loss of income for one quarter. That means that all of you will be able to apply. Um, and remember, it's personal income. So if your net income from your real estate practice, and let's say you are 1099. Now, I always like to say, to remind everyone, I'm not an accountant, I'm not an attorney. And some of the things I'm subject that I'm saying are subject to errors because I'm not a professional in these categories. But my layman's opinion from what I've been able to read, and I have read, you know, not the whole bill, but part of the bill, was uh, that everyone um, is going to have their loan forgiven, provided, again, that they have, can prove, and these are real estate agents, you guys are the, our people, can prove that you had a loss of income for at least one quarter. And then it's two and a half times whatever your average monthly um, salary was. Now, if you didn't have a salary, it'd be two and a half times what your average monthly income was after expenses. So let's say in your real estate practice in 2019, because they're going to ask for some kind of tax return. They won't, I'm sure, ask for a 2020 return, but you weren't eligible unless you could basically provide the first go around a, a tax return uh, for the previous year. So make sure your 2019 is filed. Um, so anyway, what they're going to do is they're going to, if you made, let's say $100,000 and let's say you had $50,000 in expense and let's say $50,000 went to profit and that's what you paid uh, for your personal income tax, that averages out to $4,000 a month, which means you're going to get a, a loan, which will turn into a grant for at $4,000 times two and a half times. It is totally and completely worth filling out a simple online form to receive in your case, which would be over $10,000. Wouldn't you agree? I had some people, brokerages and businesses, uh, um, own, frankly, business owners that Julie and I consult with that were receiving hundreds of thousands of dollars. One of my uh, business owning friends, he received a million and a half. He had a big company with lots of employees, you know. So these are the types of things you guys have to be looking out for um, as you're moving forward. Absolutely, positively get in line for this program. Uh, please don't get lost in the quagmire of whether it's, you know, moral or ethical to take this money. Um, the bottom line is, is that your income was disrupted because of uh, the virus, because of what the, uh, the government did as a reaction to the virus, good or bad or indifferent, it doesn't matter. The fact is this program was created to help you. And what a better time of year for you to be receiving a little cash infusion. So when you're filling out the forms, this is how simple it is. You fill out the form, 
paperwork gets processed. Maybe the person at the bank will ask you some follow-up questions. Probably not though, because the form is pretty self-explanatory. Then the loan is approved, and then the loan is direct. The money is directly wired into your bank account, um, and then you use the money accordingly. Then you fill out a form saying you used it for you know payroll, and then you will get the loan forgiven. That's how this program works, right? This is a program specifically designed for small businesses. The first go around, it became a you know political hot button that a lot of the money went to big businesses and all these people you know that maybe shouldn't have they should have that could have otherwise gone to the public markets to borrow money or whatever were essentially taking advantage of the program. And I don't mean taking advantage in a bad way; they were just utilizing the program, and that turned out not to be the original intent of the program. Here nor there, the fact is is that all of you listening to my voice right now all over the United States should be applying for this program. I gave you the meat and potatoes of it. We're also reporting as much in-depth information on this as possible. It is on our main real estate news website, which is timandjulieharris.com. timandjulieharris.com. Just go there. Our staff reporter, Janet, is really drilling down and sort of deciphering, decoding all this content to make it as simple as possible for you to follow the step-by-step process. But it is literally as simple as I just told you. It's exactly like I just told you. So don't overcomplicate it. Don't over-research it. I just essentially laid out the framework for all of you guys to, you know, have a little bit of a, you know, an extra financial uh, boost going into the year. I don't know what else you want to call it. I was just thinking it would be a great way for you guys to pay for coaching for a year, but that would maybe seem self-serving. But you know what? It's still true. It would be a great way for you to pay for coaching for a year or whatever else you decide to spend the money on. Uh, but do, do, do take advantage of this program. Don't wait. That's the main thing. So if you're looking for you know, motivation to get something done today, even though it's in between um, the holidays, uh, here it is. Do this now. <laughs> take advantage of this now. Fill out the form. It's now. Go, call your banker now. Go to PayPal now. Um, now, PayPal, I assume, has this uh, the website open again uh, to take these applications. If not, well, then just call your local bank and then maybe another bank too. Banks will always give preference to their customers. Some of you got angry because you called up Wells Fargo and Bank of America and the bank said we're giving priority to our own customers. Well, that, they're going to do that again. So if you don't have a banking relationship, expect to have to open open one. Uh, hopefully all of you listening have a banking relationship for gosh sake. In the meantime, we are going to uh, do a podcast, a secondary podcast, even though this was a newsflash uh, today. Um, we're going to go through probably the first five to seven of our predictions. We've read everyone else's real estate predictions. Um, some of them were good. And we're going to now basically go over what Julie and I feel is going to happen in really the next two to three years. Well, you know, one to three years, let's say. Um, and I think you guys will be thrilled with what we have to report. <laughs> As I've been telling you, I've been looking for um, reasons to be pessimistic about 2021 or 22 or 23, but I can't find any. I think it's going to be the start of what's going to be an era of really um, an unbelievable, almost a uh, a, a resurgence or a renaissance for real estate. And I'm really excited about it. I'm really looking forward to sharing with you uh, Julie and I's predictions. And as a, as always, if you have not yet completed your 2021 business plan, it's not too late for you. Just text the word, or rather the number 2021, text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Text 2021 to 855-685-1045. That is your newsflash. As pertains to the PPP loan, we promised we would keep you guys ahead of the curve on this, and hopefully you will agree that we have. So take advantage of this right away. Have a fantastic day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, 
visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.